Welcome to Women Who Sarcast. I'm Kathy Barron, and this is Real Deep Shit. Social media is made up of many things, like memes, jokes, useful information, and some pretty weird stuff. And as long as there has been the internet, there have also been people arguing with each other. Or as I like to say, passionately expressing yourself and your opinion. But it seems that over the years, probably since the 2016 election, social media has become a toxic cesspool of not just people arguing or sharing their opinions, but being downright violent and disrespectful. We see celebrities fighting on social media or politicians arguing with each other, and everyone is getting on the bandwagon to bring their disagreements on social media for everyone to read. I've been guilty of getting angry on Twitter because I felt the need to share my opinion and tell the person off, which in the end only raises my blood pressure and for what? I don't even know the person and they don't know me. According to a 2018 Pew Research survey, 71% of social media users have faced content that made them angry. This Pew Research survey also found that 59% of U.S. teens have experienced some kind of online harassment. While we may sometimes take part in arguments just for the fun of it, it may also result in hurting someone. So why is that person violently disagreeing with you? Or if that person is you, do you know why you're arguing with the person? Are they a bad person? Do they just like to start arguments for the sake of arguing? Or are they misunderstanding the content? Here are a few reasons you might be fighting on social media. Interpretation errors. A tweet or post can be read in as many different ways as there are people on this planet. Two people reading the same word can have two completely different reactions. You think a word you use is clear, but it really isn't. In your brain, each word you read is mapped to a specific set of experiences, emotions, and ideas. And with social media, we don't stop to ask what the person actually meant by their words. We assume what they meant, which means it's time to fight. Number two, cognitive dissonance. Because you connect a word to an experience, ideas, and emotions in your brain, if someone says the word apple, you see a particular color, shape, and even imagine the smell and taste of one. The word also associates with memories, people, and places. So if someone tweets that purple apples are the juiciest, sweetest, then your brain slams on the brakes and says, what? There's no such thing as purple apples. What are you talking about? People typically frown or grimace when they see something weird, and they are often literally taken aback. 
Rather than accepting that there are indeed purple apples, it's easier to assume that the person talking about the purple apples is either deluded or deliberately lying to you. Maybe they just made a mistake. Autocorrect definitely messes with all of us. So off you go to start a fight about whether purple apples are really a thing. Perhaps the reason you've found yourself fighting so hard with this person on social media is that they're actually telling you something which is just a little uncomfortable and your brain is battling to avoid cognitive dissonance. Maybe you should stop and ask some questions instead of jumping to conclusions. You may learn something new. And on the other side of the coin, stop taking it personally when people argue with you if you suggest something that goes counter to their experience or values. Number three, confirmation bias. Have you ever noticed how some people have a remarkably selective memory and manage to only share the articles, tweets, comments, and blogs that agree with them? This is related to confirmation bias, the tendency to favor information that confirms one's own beliefs. People display this bias when they remember or gather information selectively. When it's an emotionally charged issue or when beliefs are deeply entrenched, the effect is much stronger. The problem with confirmation bias is that it makes it more likely that anything heard or read is more likely to reinforce a view rather than change it. One example is when doomsday cult members saw that the world actually didn't come to an end on the day they predicted as even more proof that they were right to begin with because their devotion prevented it from happening that time. In social media arguments, you'll see people rationalize away opposing opinion as narrow-minded lies or conspiracy theory. You'll also find yourself drawn to tweets, posts, photos, and arguments that reinforce your feelings. Because who doesn't like a little validation and camaraderie? So remember that both you and the irritating person you're arguing with are filtering out opposing arguments without even being aware of it. It's not personal, it's psychology. Number four, attribution error. Arguments on social media seem to get escalated and very personal easily than in real life. And in the heat of the moment, it's easy to come to the conclusion that your opponent is just a horrible person. This is partly an issue of the fundamental attribution error. This is our tendency to want to explain an annoying action as a personality flaw instead of an unfortunate result of the situation the person was in. An example would be that if the car in front of you stops abruptly, you're likely to get angry at the driver and assume they're a careless driver rather than to consider if they were trying to avoid a dangerous situation. If you make a mistake or annoy someone, you're more likely to explain this away as simply due to the situation or environment rather than a flaw in your own personality. In fact, we tend to be too quick to take credit for our successes and too slow to take the blame if things have gone wrong. And finally, 
It's our tendency to support the people in our own group. When other people agree with you, you're more likely to feel warmer and closer to them and likely to support them in the face of an attack. Similarly, if a group of people are supporting someone who is disagreeing with you, you're more likely to see them as a whole opposing group. Typically, people on social media will gradually separate into groups, sharing messages and articles that reinforce their identity while reminding themselves why they disagree with the other group. Stop getting cross if other people start cheerleading the person you're arguing with and discourage people from chiming in with, yeah, you're right, that guy is a jerk, type messages. The only way to get the best out of an argument is to avoid it in the first place. Sarcasm Day. Thank you for listening to Women Who Sarcast, an independent podcast. Email us at womenwhosarcast at yahoo.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at womenwhosarcast. Get your copy of Women Who Podcast magazine today. Visit womenwhopodcastmag.com to subscribe. Show music provided by Mike Imbasiani.